0: Hello, once again, it's Delaney.
1: y'all was good with it. Can we just start? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the fourth time we're recorded this Yo. intro What <laughs> oh. the first time, my interface wasn't on so y'all could not hear me. The second time, oh, the other two times, my computer just decided it wasn't gonna compute so
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> My goodness, I, I would love to do this show It is election night I almost asked Delaney if we could record Tomorrow Because that was another option We threw around for this week And I was like, that's probably a terrible idea so. Yeah, because we'll see how things turn out
0: Yeah, it was good to acknowledge that Pretty early on, because now we're all Like at the top of the episode Acting like we don't know what happened Because we don't know what happened at this yeah, point at And all. people are like, S-so. so right. <laughs>
1: And it's, yeah. it's by design I mean I think it's for the best Because sometimes we have to Sometimes the schedule Has to move around We normally record on Thursdays And I feel like That was kind of God smiling on us Because there's no way First of all I probably wouldn't have Been in the mood to record I was telling Delaney That I'm it, I'm in a place now Where like the The events of the world Really have been Having an emotional toll on me And it's like I just don't see myself Getting up there Being like You know what I'm saying I don't, I don't know I probably would have I don't know We'll see Hmm.
0: Well, some lighthearted, uh, I guess all good news this week. Lighthearted stuff, fun stuff. Um, yeah, so first uh piece of news comes from Twitter. Shout out to Twitter, shout out to Rachel, who's been following us for a long time, um, and says very nice things about us. She tagged us in um, a dissertation fellowship. Um, that Dartmouth is doing. is called the Thurgood Marshall Dissertation Fellowship um, in the Department of African and African American Studies. Um, it is a fellowship that is intended to promote student and faculty diversity at Dartmouth um, through he- higher education and sup- by supporting the completion of the doctorate by underrepresented minority scholars and other graduate scholars with a demonstrated commitment to uh, commitment and ability to advance educational diversity. So um, applications are currently open. Just a little bit more about um, kind of like, you know, what the fellowship requirements are. Um, They're looking for scholars in any uh, disciplines or interdisciplinary spaces across the African diaspora, African-American, African or Africana studies. So, you know, we over here, Black Music, you know, playing that. You know, I doubt they have anybody um, doing. You know, a lot of that at Dartmouth. So that would be really interesting. You in work
1: New Hampshire? Not you putting me on the <laughs> you know, spot. <laughs> I was thinking about
0: probably. Uh, that sound <laughs> that sound right. <laughs> You know I'm not even gonna to risk clicking over on my computer because not it catching on fire on my desk. So.
1: Okay, so I was just like, I was, was talking, I was like, where is that? Okay, come on, New Hampshire. It is. Yeah. i about to say that sound right. That sound right. Period. New I'm Hampshire. I don't know why, but here <laughs> we are. Um,
0: yeah. So it's a two year residential fellowship. Um, a lot of you know research writing. You know, y'all smart girls do your thing um there's an annual stipend of about $36,000 plus benefits the second year um postdoctoral fellows will receive a, a stipend of $55,000 plus benefits and there's also additional um benefits and um uh what am I trying to say money uh, for ex- <laughs> uh, for research expenses <laughs> um yeah so I would link the thing website <laughs> to apply it's for okay, this Tank. we're doing the best we can which um the deadline is February 1st 2021 just in time for you to enjoy Black History Month next year if it is still in existence alright oh, that's
1: probably they probably definitely gonna rule out <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah right wow. not the okay we <laughs> should <laughs> and I've been replacing it with uh, Black on Black Crime Awareness Month or something. Like how they did with the freaking Dio uh Dia, what am I trying to say? Dia de los Muertos. I cannot talk today. So Dia de los uh, Los Muertos. They were like, Oh, this is a day to commemorate white people who have been killed. They didn't say white people, they said Americans. But they meant white people. They meant white people. Right. Um killed by they use language to describe those people that I won't even repeat but um anyway not black on black crime <laughs>
1: that I wouldn't put you it old past trash them trash
0: dog <laughs> you would put it past them you would put it past them actually I hope no I hope nobody of why would any of them be listening to Classic Black podcast but <laughs> they probably gonna be like well, actually that's a good idea. I right. would not put it past them now we get the whole month of February off for Black on Black Crime Awareness Month.
1: But probably, never mind. Don't say that. Um, I mean, probably not in year one of the regime, but maybe somewhere around year three or four.
0: Well, um, in other (laughs) notes,
1: let's not let's be positive. Let's put positive vibes into the atmosphere because we are living in real time right now, and we'll see. Right, so positively,
0: the Manhattan School of Music has just done a press release of oh, uh, announcing. Nice. Let me sit up. <laughs> now, okay, not rolling it's, Well, it's days old by this time. Never mind. Uh, is. <laughs> They've announced their inaugural roster of artist scholars, which is an influential group of Black artists, activists, educators, and administrators. And what I see some familiar faces. Um, of course, Classically Black podcast is included. We are artist scholars at the Manhattan School of Music. Okay, period. Um, also, some friends of the show, Garrett McQueen. I mean, Garrett is popping, and right. I mean, who, who else? I. If he wasn't the first cause, I don't really know what to tell y'all. Right. Like um Alex Lang is also there, Anthony Davis who our freaking names are listed next to Anthony Davis. That Not is him having insane. a Pulitzer. He has a Pulitzer prize in com- in composition. What? Huh?
1: That is insane.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I have a I have Google alerts on for classically black if somebody writes an article about us or like anything, um we get an alert to our email that we've shown up in like press somewhere and um slip disc which is like notorious for being like super conservative and like right-wing people trump supporters a lot of that kind of stuff um so the dude posted about it it's not even journalism usually it's just he the guy copy and pasting copying and pasting things um but the the comments and people were like oh so you gotta you gotta be a certain race to be in here sounds racist and da, da, da. and i was just like you so you know what we're going through enough
1: i'm not saying
0: actually i couldn't help but laugh to be honest because it's like y'all are really really mad and why y'all mad manhattan school of music will be cutting me a chick. so exactly. so <laughs> Y'all they can say If we hadn't go
1: pillaging through the world, destroying it, we wouldn't be here having this conversation. That part, so oh,
0: the mighty winds are on here, girl. It's lit. We over My here,
1: Monica. She's in a whole
0: mood. We in here like like swimwear. So, um, I'll just say, congrats to them. Congrats to us. <laughs> <laughs> um. yes yeah, so I'll link the press release so y'all can learn more about you know what we're gonna be doing the kind of purpose of having this uh, cohort of folks being popping and black and excellent Um, uh, and then last but not least we set this I feel like we either set this in last week's episode or the one before that but we never officially announced our website and we said we were gonna talk about it at the beginning of the next episode and I don't think that happened
1: not so. us leaving it up to our memories too. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! Because now we're like four episodes ahead. Yeah, and I should start putting our website in our thingy magic. Yep. Mhm. And the thingy magic. Yeah, that's got to be top ten most ratchet episodes. <laughs> I mean, we're at the beginning though, so it might it might pan in. Pan it it usually gets worse, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm not remembering the word for money. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get better at my, uh, the other languages that I claim that I'm learning. So we could do uh, – well, we couldn't do a whole episode. <laughs> One, because you would – fluency. And two, because who wants to listen to a whole, like, a podcast episode of people? I mean, I do that, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes it's funny when it's a YouTube video because you can see them doing things. Yeah. You know,
1: with it, but – girl i took my first french lesson in like over two weeks i thought he was gonna have an attitude but he didn't he was like salut Katy. and i was like worried because you know i haven't come on katie that it doesn't irritate me but it's kind of like my name is still katie so i feel yeah. like even though you know what i'm saying even though yeah, you say it like a certain that. word, yeah it's like my name is still katie like every french person like oh katie i'm like it's my katie. name is still katie it's still yeah. and i know the long a is not uh, in french but but like, it's in
0: your name so
1: yeah that's like weird you know what i'm saying
0: yeah like, like, i don't know like laura her name is laura in english but she's mexican I, so her name yeah. is laura <laughs>
1: like. i just feel like that and i think i call her that like i was i was like you know i can't do that you know that little, little, little you know what i'm saying but i still like try when i, when I talk to her I be like laura you know what i'm saying because that's her name <laughs> But, you know, it went well, I guess. I didn't know nothing. I was forgetting basic things. But, you know, I I thought I was going to be in there like, good morning, senor. Yeah,
0: you're annoying. Not good morning, senor. You suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it went good. I was trying to get in basic words. And I have to remind myself not to be hard on because I could be very much like, so, Katie, when you go figure it out, it's French is a hobby. And I have to keep reminding myself that it is a hobby. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, now I'll be going at it like viola and then it gets toxic, so. Here we are. That'd be, fun. that'd be hilarious if we had translated I don't know how we would do that. Like you speak sp- French to me and I answer in French. Okay, Katie. Yep. You speak Spanish to me and I answer in French, but I don't even know what that would look like.
0: I've seen it something like there've been YouTube videos where it's like two people they have to build something together but they're speaking different languages. Oh, I
1: saw that. Yeah,
0: some of it really works. Like Spanish and Tagalog have like some oh, yeah. similarities because Spanish, you know, they love to colonize. So.
1: Nah, we gotta table that. That would be funny. We gotta, we gotta table that. that would Come on, you gotta cool.
0: teach me a, a viola. But that's also hard because music terminology. Yeah,
1: that's gonna be hard.
0: Now we now we talk about semi dimmy oh. quavers and
1: girl. <laughs> why did that, when I work with my pianist and um. I went when I went I went to New Zealand to do to go to the IVC and I had a pianist and we were playing Walt and He was like, Oh yeah, so the Quaver when you go to the Quaver I was like, What is a Quaver? Not Quavo
0: showing up to the IVC. Period.
1: Hey Quavo period <laughs> I was gonna say tap in. That's literally his girlfriend. <laughs> he was like, Yeah, the Quaver, can you just make sure the Quaver, like you you lead the quaver? And I was like, Would love to know what that is. <laughs> And he was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot you're American." I was like, "Dang, relax with it." Yeah, I remember
0: somebody they were from overseas talking about like, "Oh, you gotta use a metronome." Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's not really a cultural thing. You should probably use a metronome.
1: (laughs) Not y'all getting mad at us saying sixteenth? I was literally mad. Meanwhile, y'all semi, demi, hemi, demi quaver. Yeah, what's
0: that coming from? like watch somebody comment it's actually coming gonna, from
1: oh yeah they're gonna be like the latin root of a mexican is like you know
0: because yeah less because we still don't we still over here talking about inches and stuff so
1: yeah i'm really you're i'm irritated about it in <laughs> fahrenheit yeah everybody else be like yeah you know it's so hot today it's 39 degrees i'm like it is
0: yeah especially i'll be watching like some cooking stuff and they're like yes i'm gonna
1: turn it on
0: to 50 degrees and i'm like so is that your refrigerator or (laughs) anyway what were we talking about oh the website yep the website happened it's on www dot was that enough w's or too many wow that was three w's (laughs) Um uh, Visit our website Email us through the website Look at our pictures and our videos
1: Period And See, yeah have got a website Period We official And it's not you know Dot Wix Which is You know Ain't nothing wrong with that Cause that's how mine is And we're well, on Wordpress.
0: Dot Classic Dot Black Dot <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Okay. What's next intermission? All right. So, like I said, it's election night, and um, today was an interesting day. I thought it was a normal day, and um, Tuesdays we're f- recorded on the Tuesday. Oh, obviously that's implied. Okay. Anyway, Tuesdays I usually love Tuesdays because although I upload on my little YouTube channel or whatever, um, I have a huge chunk that i allocate for practicing not all of my days look like this but i know i can give me six hours and i'd be lit girl (laughs) around like two and a half i was like all right so this is over because i'm not doing anything my chest is tight i don't know i can't tell you what i did and i walked away from it i was like you know what i'm gonna go give me something to eat and prepare to teach uh later on um and it's a rough day for a lot of people And so I had a difficult question for Delaney, who responded with LMFAO. (laughs) But I asked her, um, what is something that's giving you a bit of hope tonight? And if it's nothing, like if there's nothing that gives you a bit of hope, um, I want you to elaborate on that. And then if the undesirable scenario plays out, what do you hope the reaction from classical music will be okay so let's start with the first one what is something that is giving you a bit of hope tonight
0: girl i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean my chest is tight
1: yeah my chest been tight all day i mean i've had it be tighter about other things so um on a scale one to ten it's not terrible but i've I can breathe. So that's great. Um but I'm I'm a pretty optimistic person. I mean, definitely that has shifted a bit um past couple years cuz Vio has been kicking my butt. Um but um yeah, today's difficult. Especially it's difficult balancing, especially the Delaney and I are religious, and it's difficult balancing that because I don't want to speak for Delaney but for me it's like you know that I guess like you know God's got it but it's also like I want to say this because especially for my judgy Christian folk shout out to y'all for being terrible (laughs) I know I know that God's got it you don't have to it'd it'd be the main ones that I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying like y'all. There's no holier than thou contest. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, hey, right? Who can be the most? Oh, I'm so like, I'm so holy. I wrote in God on my ballad. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm so holy. I got I got Philippians four thirteen on my ankle. I'm so you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, half of y'all I could mix- still I can spell Ecclesiastes forwards and backwards. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah I know the original names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> what was the names before that? You know what I'm saying? It's like half of y'all be mixing up proverbs and psalms, and some a lot of y'all say psalms. If, if it's psal, it's it's psalm. If it's the it's a 28, listen, lean in, sweetheart, sweetheart. If it's a 28 book of psalms, you say Psalm 28. That's a that's just singular, girl. Proverb, you know, black we, people add
0: that s on everything. <laughs> you know, to let that one go right because. because.
1: And the same Christians we, that be judging be the same ones that be like. God's gonna break every yoke, and a yoke gonna just drip all over you and drip all down. Baby, a yoke is what holds an animal, not an egg yolk, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, all I'm saying is I know God's got it, but when we are living in the earth realm, it's very difficult for that. We are it, it, humans run this joint, gen- so if we get rounded up, you know what I'm saying. It's difficult to grapple with that. Not as lying, we <laughs> <Huh? laughs>
0: so lying, saying we were gonna keep it light. Huh? <laughs> Said not as lying, saying we were gonna keep it light. But um, no, yeah, because people are like, well, you know, what, the end of the day, and it's like, okay, but there's a lot between right now and the end at of the end day. Of the day. Like what? Like yeah, okay. Like God's got it, but Ray is also doing the first. God's got it and you could also be homeless. Those two things can exist at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah, everything gonna be everything can be all peachy and fine when he call you home, but um <laughs> before some that would like to, some of us are like alive have a good time here. Exactly. You know? There's a lot like there are things going on in this realm and I will talk this is exactly why I was saying um kirk franklin's praises to the ends of the earth because i really think he 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 does such a good job of that whether it's intentional or not whether that's just like reflective of his relationship with god and it's just like comes out of his music but like we were talking about his song that came out earlier this year strong god Mm -hmm. and he talks very like explicitly about issues going on right now like he talks about worrying about the next generation and what's gonna happen to them he talks about um the the pain and confusion that comes with being discriminated against because of your skin color he talks about um the planet dying mm-hmm. uh he talks about not being able to trust that your government has your best interests at heart like very explicitly says mm-hmm. those things and it's like I feel like he's more so than like, oh, everything gonna be all right, baby. God got it. Like instead of that, it's more putting like one of the things he says is like we don't sleep until everybody eats. It's like he's Mm -hmm. saying like we need to fix this, you know, like and it's like you use the strength that you if you believe in God, use the strength that you get from your faith. To channel into fixing this message automate. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's very much, I feel like he just, that that acknowledgement, that unambiguous acknowledgement of like actual problems that people are going through in everyday life goes yeah. a long way for a lot of people. Yeah. It like, I, and it goes a long way for me too because people will have you thinking, like, oh, you're, don't you worry about a thing. And it's just like, I, I can't just turn that off like yeah. I, can't, I can't now they knocking on my door so rents do well you know God's got it
1: God ain't writing you a check mm-hmm. for your rent like I was actually watching this uh, documentary Not. I think I said this already so I don't want you to think that I'm just in this Amish rabbit hole I only watched the documentary once this was weeks ago I probably mentioned it on the show already but one of the things was the guy was leaving leaving the Amish but he was going to another religion that takes in a lot of Amish people and he was very like adamant I was kind of like watching not laughing but just like baby because he was like he had a, he has a family and kids and stuff he's like I'm just trusting in the Lord like he's gonna provide everything like he's just gonna do everything so he didn't get a job because he was like the Lord just gonna provide the money for rent and it's like the Lord is not going to descend and drop two grand on your doorstep. (laughs) That's not how that works, you know? So, right. I don't know. I mean, I think the thing, the thing that gives me a little bit of hope is that, who, I don't know. I can't, I feel so helpless because it's like, I cannot believe this election is close. Like I cannot believe it. It's like, I can believe it cause y'all choose hate every time, but wow. It's like, I thought one aspect of what has been going on would shift y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought maybe the, maybe the 200 over 200 K Americans that have passed um, because of the coronavirus, maybe the blatant lying, Maybe the white premises, Maybe the lace always showing I thought one thing Would sway y'all To be like you know what Let's just use Biden as a transition Make Biden a four year A one term president And then we could find somebody I
0: mean he really ain't got no choice Ain't he 78
1: (laughs) I ain't gonna say that (laughs) 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 What you gonna be a two term president yeah, it it's,
0: That's some dedication, know. at least like like even to because, oh God forbid, I'm still working when I'm 78. Oh, Jeez. I
1: refuse. Also, a job like the presidency. Listen, I don't know how healthy he is, but I feel like you saw what you saw what the uh the presidency did to Obama.
0: Like, not us. Um, he gonna be looking like that lady who wanted some chocolate from uh right okay. <laughs> from SpongeBob <laughs> by the end of this. <laughs>
1: The same.
0: Meanwhile, Trump looks exactly the same because he been stress free. He been, I bet you, he been sitting on his stomach on with his head and his hands, ankles crossed,
1: mm, like just like
0: glued together, <laughs> like that slumber party pose the whole time. Stress free, nothing to do.
1: It gives me hope that there's little bit of the little bit of checks and balances we got left. Um, will stop him for now, for now, if he gets reelected. Nah, I have other hopes
0: for him that I won't say on air.
1: <laughs> Period.
0: <laughs> for the, just in case anyone from the Federal Bureau of Investigation tunes into this podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, but also like, once a robot pass your house, like, what you finna do? If you yeah. want to waste government resources on me, baby, go ahead. Right. <laughs> like, girl, I promise.
0: Not me. I won't throw my life away for the likes of him. Especially so like,
1: you going to a different all type of jet? I probably got a private island. They gonna use to torture you. But
0: guess, but I just want y'all to know where my hopes and my thoughts and prayers are going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and told- then y'all and here come the holier than thou folks. Oh, I can't? And God taught me. And da 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 da. And it's just like. Well, he's going to teach me again. God's still working on me, and I will ask for f- forgiveness when the time comes. But for right now,
1: yeah, I remember um, you said something. Like, I've been into the Jamel Hill's podcast. I really enjoy her, and I know that she got some flack because people were saying, um, when when the incumbent got COVID, which you know that feel like that's still up for debate. But I'm not going to sully this podcast <laughs> with conspiracy theories, um. She was saying that she will not give have empathy for him because empathy is putting yourself into somebody else's shoes, but she will give sympathy and you can wish somebody well because sympathy is wishing well. And I'm like, That's I'm good not for doing her. either. Very yeah. good, very <laughs> yeah. good for you because we're not talking about we're not talking about no little stuff. When, when she you, falls down a well, but yeah. <laughs> I feel only like, well. I'm wishing him. <laughs> period. It's like when you talk about pray for your enemies. Listen, I'm not no Bible scholar, so if you, oh, don't come, don't come to me looking for salvation. Right, <laughs> because I
0: ain't <laughs> never had no enemy like this before. So exactly
1: when you when I pray for my enemy, I pray for the person in my quartet getting on my nerves. Yeah, I pray, I pray for that teacher that really won't leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm somebody
0: right, who I just don't really like. I don't really yeah. mess with them like that. Not somebody who. Nah, not somebody talking about white supremacist. Stand by. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Like Melania Trump went to that camp with that with that jacket on that says "I don't care." Do you? And these kids are sleeping on the ground with aluminum foil blankets. Girl, what? Yeah, God gonna have to.
0: Well, you know what? They gonna know exactly smart. what that aluminum foil feel like when they wrapped up in it and getting stucked in the fire by the devil Ooh, for they eternity. Gonna have,
1: they're probably gonna have work. He, he gonna he gonna roll up to um. You when they when they get to hell, they are gonna be like, the devil gonna congratulate them. Like mean, you know, I ain't never seen none like that before. Like y'all <laughs> did some great work. Right. Like, run it back for me. What's your?
0: I requested the penthouse suite for
1: y'all. Like <laughs> yeah, like wow, like y'all really outdid yourselves. Right, and Mitch McConnell. I thought I was wow. bad. Right, Mitch McConnell. Wow, well done. I'm talking ten out of ten. Somebody can. Sh- somebody got got. <laughs>
0: Mitch McConnell is dead. <laughs> <laughs> his, his hands are purple. Yeah, it's like that's sweetheart. Close. Give it up.
1: Why his hands look like that? His hands look like cured meat.
0: <laughs> like it's not that deep.
1: Well, he's so ugly. I don't, I don't How dedicated
0: know. do you have to be to oppression?
1: And he look all. Oh, why he look so wet? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they off the ice.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what?
0: Huh. It's like when well, you know when people get that octopus. it's no, it's like a squid or whatever. It's the little tiny one. Once you pour that stuff on it, the tentacles start going. Like, but it's dead. Mm. that's probably what they did to him right before they sent him out in front of the meeting right before right he on the ice and then they pour that little stuff on him and he just get up start walking there you go probably
1: and you know your fingernails keep growing after you dead that's why his nails are so long (laughs) well
0: i I hope y'all will be happy to know that the topic has nothing to do with the election
1: at all oh wait (laughs) one more thing so, if if the negative scenario plays out, what do you hope the reaction from classical music will be? Because we know they're not going to handle this well. I have a performance tomorrow. Tomorrow Wednesday? Yep. Rain or shine? Yeah. I
0: hope y'all just cancel everything, <laughs> to be honest. Um, at least all, like, the obligations, like, and maybe just regroup. I don't know. Like, to be honest, I just feel like, I know that a lot of you know it's important but I really just feel like that's gonna be the furthest thing from my mind like not the police snatching people up and put them in unmarked cars you know mm. like I just feel like I'm just not even gonna be thinking about that but what I will be cussing my school out for is the fact that I'm still turning in assignments and just we're acting like this is just any other semester they cancel classes today which also I didn't even get the email for. Her. Oh, they but did. But anyway, yeah, that's good. They canceled classes today. They, sh- but I mean also, tomorrow's gonna be worse. <laughs> so,
1: like depending, depending.
0: I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Sure. Um, because people are gonna be staying up all night. Either way, like I feel like people are gonna be staying up oh, all night, I'm and saying. you know, and even even either way i feel like stuff is gonna pop off um but yeah just between the pandemic the war on black lives and this election um yeah i'll be cussing my school out but anyway um yeah i don't know so i really just feel like that's gonna be pretty far from my mind but i hope that they stop obligating black people to do
1: things (laughs) My hope is that because I think classical music has a very good job of like. I saw something that Dick Garrett tweeted something about like, if you want to take your mind off of this, da da da. And it's like, so very, so very privileged of you to be able to take your mind off it. Because like, so a lot of people like this is just an election, you know? And it's like, yeah, whatever, we're all going through the coronavirus. Girl, it's more than that, you know what I'm saying? And I, what I would like to see, especially if the incumbent wins, is a more dedicated approach to as best as they can taking out racist elements out of classical music like y'all gonna have to find somebody else to program other than wagner stop letting little racist stuff slide like the steve uh right thing because what we have seen is like when you just let little racist stuff slide you see that you see what happens when you let that like we have a literal. President who's up for re-election—that's a white supremacist—and it's like it only does damage when you keep letting little stuff slide. Like, there's only so much you can separate from the music, and I just want to see like a, this, a more careful approach to that. Like, it's not just music, you know what I'm saying? And this idea that like classical music exists in a vacuum outside of everything else. Like earlier today, we had to play something next friday and so i got a text from somebody and like oh i'm so stressed and i'm thinking like girl yeah me too i've been stressed since 10 o'clock it's about the freaking notes i'm like girl ain't nobody girl one day at a time like i freaking practice the notes for tomorrow and then when we when that once i know what's going on tomorrow i will try to find the headspace to work on the, the next stuff it's like i i understand that like the show must go on and life keeps going on. But I also feel like that can be incredibly dangerous. And I feel like we're in a time now where people are way more aware of like mental health and stuff like that. And you can't expect people just to like carry on, you know, especially like something like this. We're not talking about like student board student. What's it called? The education board, whatever the heck we're not talking. We're not voting for pizza or wings on Friday, you know what I'm saying, like this is like we've never seen anything like this, and I feel like it's so swept under the rug. It's really annoying. I think it's like a little irresponsible there you
0: go. well,
1: all right. What is that? <laughs> my spray You're not gonna just freaking do that. Um. <laughs> All right, so last week I was listening, I was cleaning out my playlist because sometimes I'll put a whole album on a playlist and then don't even be listening to it. So I was going through my gospel playlist <clears throat> and I cleaned it out. And I was like listening to so I was listening to so stuff like do I actually listen to this thing? And I came across um a song by some songs by um Ty Tribbett so I started listening to some of them and you know I have a little I have a special place in my heart for Ty Tribbett because he came to my undergrad and he worked with um our gospel choir there um so I got to meet him and stuff and that was a really great 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 weekend and some of the stuff that he was doing I thought that you know like this is like low-key ahead of his time now I will shout out to Amare he does not agree with me that's okay still love you friend um <laughs> but there's some stuff that Ty Tribbett was doing that I was like this is I like seeing classical elements because classical music is my point of departure that's not true gospel music is my point of departure but I spend so much time in classical music I love seeing stuff displayed in my the other music that I listen to especially when the viola is not in my hand and i was hearing some of the stuff that he did and i was like "Yo, this low-key is a little advanced so i'm gonna um tell you what i'm talking about i tweeted that uh ty tripp is ahead of his time and um i didn't uh get you know not everybody agree with me but clearly delaney agree with me enough for us to do this so here we go so this song is called um he turned it and the thing that I thought was cool about this Is the tempi changes And you don't really see a whole lot of that In gospel music So I thought that was like Okay, Ty So I'm gonna play a little bit of that one is called sinking this is a older it's like an OG tie trip. well it's not that OG um this is 06 what was I doing in 06 dang I was in middle school yeah this is OG <laughs> okay here's sinking I'm gonna skip ahead here um because here we have him playing with dynamics now to be fair a lot of choir directors like to do this but this is like kind of next level I'm gonna sh- show you what I mean So what's happening there is um if you watch the video, it's like the choir is like kneeling. Talking about singing and said, but God oh uh, but God, he's been good. So anyway, I asked Delaney, we're gonna come up with we're gonna talk about people who are ahead of their time, um, that we believe are ahead of their time. We'll argue the points or whatever. we we have two classical composers each that we thought were ahead of their time. Um one gospel artist that we thought was ahead of their time and then this is where Delaney and I kind of split off. So, um, I have a, I have a rapper, and Delaney has. I do too. Oh, okay. Well, come on, <laughs> alignment. All right, you, can, you can. So you can start. Um.
0: Okay, sorry, I was going to say something, but we're not going to say that on the air. <laughs> um, not because now it's going to be. Nah. Anyway so my first uh classical artiste that i'm talking about is julius eastman um Oof, you know he be yeah so i think julius eastman was ahead of his time Very much um so. yeah he was <laughs> so if y'all don't know he was uh, a minimalist composer um so i mean it's not just the music like uh, that he was playing because I I feel like most contemporary composers, especially for the nature, the culture of classical music, you kind of have to be ahead of your time if you're like, you know, going to be a contemporary composer, like just by definition. Okay, because but of girl, how
1: ahead of your time is not me throwing my scroll against.
0: Okay, a wall. Katie, I'm just, I just to say something, and we have heard you, <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
1: babes. I'm that's all I'm saying.
0: Like. Yeah like I just feel like because of how Slowly progress Happens in classical music like You know there's always that Been that standard so it's just like Anything outside of that is ahead of your time But it's not just the minimalism But it's also like Just although Music and politics have been A thing you know for a long Time just the very Straightforward and like abrasiveness Of Julius Eastman um,
1: Brillo pad
0: listen like still sidewalk. walk <laughs> right <laughs> sidewalk plus knee okay <laughs> um so Julius Eastman if you're familiar with the titles of his pieces mm. they are extremely explicit and I won't be saying them um here just you know just in case um you know people some of the words might be triggering um But I would, I would encourage you to look them up. He was a black gay man. So because of that, and he was also, you know, he died, I think he died in 1990. Yeah. So he was a black gay man, um, from, he was born in 1940. So, you know, you can kind of tell where his lifetime like lies between 1940 and 1990. Um, and during that time, it was hard to be both of those things during this time. It's hard to be both of those things. Right. (laughs) So, Mm um, the the ways in which he kind of like tied those identities by um i guess like very much so pushing that part those identities to the forefront of his music through like the titles and through the things because obviously well not obviously but his music uh, a lot of it didn't use words mm-hmm. so um by doing that through the titles i think he was ahead of his time um in that you know a lot of i just feel like a lot of to to the point you were talking about from twitter it's a lot of like oh the escape and just whisk yourself away with this classical music when in reality there are people here who are um who are being like ostracized and oppressed and mm-hmm. a, for a lot of people this is that this is the outlet for that and so um I think he was ahead of his time in that he really brought a lot of attention to that um, in a time where people were like, no, let's just play Mozart 25 and eat... I was about to say eat tea. Okay. Drink tea <laughs> and eat cake. Um, So I'm going to play... I five like that. No, so.
1: The Red Fire the- got that cocoa mint cake. That's some cocoa mint right there. I'll do that. Anyway, so... <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit
0: of a piece of his called Evil, and then the next word of it is Explicit, so... a little bit of uh julius eastman's piece <laughs> um, <laughs> i can down with that i like that I like yeah that. i know that's like a, a lot of his music that i've heard is very is like very different from that too but also i'm not like a julius eastman scholar who has i'm, a, I'm okay okay <laughs> what's your thing do yours
1: <laughs> okay um the composer that i think was ahead of her time is nora holt nora holt um was a composer um who we don't know a lot about and it's actually kind of sad because by she was born in 1917 i'm lying no she wasn't but anyway by um by 1926 she wrote over 200 pieces and then she put them in a box um before she she went on like a, a tour a world tour and she put him in a box and when she came back the box was stolen so we have like all of this music that we really could have had and been exposed to um from Holt. i'm gonna tell you when she was born because it's gonna bother me it's also giving very much ghetto it's giving very much uh okay so she was born in 1885 so by nineteen twenty six, she wrote over two hundred pieces that we that we there's really only one that survived and it's called um Negro Dance, which I'm going to um play. Um but yeah, one thing that also I identify with Nora about is the fact that she is a woman of many skills. And I'm not saying I have a lot of skills. I can see
0: why you got I'm how not you saying guys would connect over that. I I well
1: I am not saying that I it's have. It's okay a lot that of skills, you're not, because I am. I am saying so. But what I am saying <laughs> is that <laughs> um, I think in classical music, and rightfully so, there is a there is a pressure to only do your instrument and that, or your voice, and that comes because of how close to perfect it must be. That's just the reality of the field. Um, but I feel like a lot of people often lose themselves in, in that um and i refuse to do that. that's part of kind of my origin story i'd rather just take longer to get to where i'm going and and explore multiple parts of myself than to do that i'm not shaming anybody who only commits their life to their instrument i just don't see i just don't i feel like the lord has more work for me to do here than just play my viola um and she you see that in her work like she ran a beauty shop um she was a writer um she's taught at the collegiate level like she's done so many things and so i feel like she was ahead of her time in that sense and i really enjoyed learning about her her. and if you don't know the name um nora holt then um yeah i would encourage you to look at that i'm gonna play for you um negro dance (laughs) Okay Samantha as You better play girl
0: Period Play some of that I'll show you a Negro dance Period <laughs> <Right. Hey. laughs> Period That kind of goes like Pretty seamlessly into My next uh, classical um, Composer Well just composer I'll, I'll call him Just composer um, And I'm probably going to be A little brief on this one Just because it gave me An episode idea And I don't want to like Give too much of it Like away okay, Um concern. So, um a <laughs> composer that I think was ahead of his time was Scott Joplin. Damn. Um, so, you know, y'all probably know Scott Joplin, um, from, you know, his involvement with Ragtime, his, you know, popularizing it. He was a huge ragtime composer, you know, the entertainer, Maple Leaf Rag, you know, it's very um very famous. A ragtime pieces. Um and I think he's particularly a good pick for this episode because ragtime was hugely influential in gospel music. Mm-hmm. If you, especially if you listen to early 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 gospel like right when they were coming off of spirituals, it sounds like ragtime. It does. You know, and there's still some some influences of it still like in the syncopations that we hear like, you sure. know, in the in in gospel music and stuff, but he also, you know, was a jack of all trades, and in the sense of like you know, composing, because he also wrote an opera, it was called Trimanesha.
1: Oh, come on, Trimanesha, period, girl.
0: <laughs> um, right, and so you know, I think he was ahead of his time because in Trimanesha, it's often referred to as a ragtime opera, even though Scott Joplin never referred to it as that, and that's what the episode is about. And there's a discussion there, and I don't, I'm not gonna give too much away, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, so he was ahead of his time because he kind of had this, like he wrote the libretto for that opera as well. Like so he was writing operas, he was doing ragtime music um and he also you know was a a huge part of a genre that informed gospel music that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, is still evolving. You know, it, it was a very uh, instrumental, no pun intended, um, part okay. of of the lineage of gospel music. So that's why he's my pick. And I'm going to play a little bit of the overture from Trimanesha.
1: Trimanesha, period. Trimanesha. Trimanesha sounded like she laid her edges and she smelled like <laughs> <copa> butter. <laughs>
0: I overture to Trimacea. Okay. Come on with her boot
1: triminante. That wasn't his name. Okay. The <laughs> <laughs> not Triminante. Well, period. Okay, so my next composer um is William Grant still. I think in every sense of the world word william grant still was ahead of his time i will always sing his praises um he's one of the most important composers of the diaspora and classical music period um and the piece i'm talking to you specifically about today is going to be his afro-american symphony it was actually premiered by the rochester philharmonic in 1931 and it was the first symphony written by an African-American to be performed by a leading American orchestra. Y'all are Jeez. so late. Y'all should be ashamed. Y'all should hang <laughs> your heads. Um, but nonetheless, here we are with his Afro-American Symphony. If you do not know a lot about William Grant still, that is an amazing reading for you because there's nothing that the girl did not do first, okay? Literally nothing with T.T. T. Flo coming behind him. <laughs> <laughs> to lead the charge, okay. Fundamental, you need to know about William Grant Still just as much as you need to know about Hale Storick, just as much as you need to know about um Harry T. burley and it's just as much as you need to unlearn y'all Mozart obsession. Okay. Here's Afro American Symphony First Movement, Longing. Notice that that's not Adagio, sweet pea. It's not Allegretto baby girl it's longing okay like i'm longing for y'all to stop being so dense okay (laughs) I love it It just feels so familiar It just feels so good Ooh Dang Shout out to Jasmine At the beginning of that recording That wasn't Jasmine I don't <laughs> wanna spread <it. laughs> Let me stop Right Cause if it was Jasmine It would've been better So I mean period That's, that's on period Shout out to Jazzy Wazzy Right
0: Living her best life In another country Any Love country, that for her Love that
1: I'll take Antarctica at this point. A little cold, but you know, not a little. Okay, <laughs> it might be summer down there. Is it too far? If summer actually, down there is still it's, out, it's <laughs> spring down there. Is what it is. Okay, have fun.
0: Um, next we're moving on to gospel artists that what? were ahead of their time. So, I'll probably mention, like, I'm taking a class about gospel music in America. So, this was actually pretty hard because I can't Requirement for credits.
1: It's not. It's not a requirement. It at all. <laughs> at men, requirement?
0: But, okay, no, but we have... We still have humanities requirements.
1: But imagine Like, it's not required that I
0: take that class. Yeah, well, but, imagine they require yeah.
1: that. That'd be uproar. Not <laughs> right. the black stuff.
0: Okay. Um
1: i'm sorry i took you off your you all.
0: yeah we gotta um do a, a fun episode one day <laughs> um what was i about to say
1: yeah about so it was, yeah, it was hard
0: yeah it's hard because i'm learning literally like chronologically gospel music so i'm learning like how literally everyone like broke through and it's this is also low-key an episode of like there are similarities obviously like between the conservatism and like gospel music and classical music because they're mm-hmm. both so like anyone who did anything out of the ordinary mm-hmm. in gospel music yeah. um they had a problem with you know like and it's very and we yeah. see that a lot with classical music they're both very conservative for different ways classical music because of racism but gospel because of like that moral <laughs> thing Like, I mean, it's what, you know, like, I don't want to say, like, it's the same because, like, for, you know, for classical music, it was because, you know, people were racist. They didn't like things that sounded a little too ethnic unless it was used in a racist way, like, to convey a character who was not white in an opera or something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, in gospel music, it was a lot like you, like, we all know for contemporary gospel, Kirk Franklin mixing the hip hop was a whole thing. But back, so there were a lot of people that came to mind. I ended up choosing Sam Cooke because sam cook in a like he was ahead of his time in so many ways like that it's just let me pull up my list okay he was ahead of his time first of all in gospel music because he was one of the first um he was really the first gospel um uh, musician to do a successful crossover mm. and um it got even more refined and improved with Aretha Franklin because she was one that was able to maintain and like both and do gospel and do secular music Mm -hmm. was set because, you know, before like, like the fifties and stuff, even during the fifties prior to Aretha Franklin, you had to choose one, you know, because he was really turned to, you know, a lot of people turned against him because he crossed over to secular music because you, you really couldn't do both, you know, and he was, he was, first of all, a PK, he was a pastor's kid, and um, so he was really, really famous in the church, his, because he has an amazing voice, you know, and everybody loved him, he was really, really famous, so not only was he successful in the, in the crossover, but he was successful on both sides, it wasn't like, oh, I'm not getting A lot of success in gospel music so I'm gonna go to secular or vice versa it was Mm -hmm. like he was a huge hit in both um in both arenas so like I'm gonna get a little bit more into that when I play my examples but he was ahead of his time in that way he was also ahead of his time because he was he was very controversial like politically he crossed a lot of color barriers um he you know white people loved Sam Cooke And so that sort of, like, I don't know. He got a lot of, first of all, he got a lot of death threats from the KKK. Like, don't come perform here or, you know, we're going to get you. That kind of thing. Because he was someone who was welcome in a lot of these white spaces, obviously to an extent. But, like, he he crossed a color barrier and was also not, (laughs) I'm not going to phrase that like that. But he was down for black people you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) he wasn't like okay these white people like me now so I'm one of them like he was um very vocal like politically and like with the civil rights movement and that sort of thing and he was not afraid of being seen as that kind of polarizing and political figure um in a way that a lot of people were afraid to do you know at the expense of their success sure um and also he was very ahead of his time in terms of and this ties into the into the racial thing, but ahead of his time in like just business in general because he because he was granted access to a lot of these spaces with with um, white people who are who had a lot of power, he took notes from them, he took cues from them Um, and thought about how to build his own, you know, and he ended up having, he had his own record label that he started in 1961, um, that he was bringing other black people onto, you know, um, which I mean, he brought Bobby Womack on there, which if y'all, if y'all don't know about Bobby Womack and (laughs) look him up, he's terrible, but especially with Sam Cooke, like I'm... Okay, I mentioned it, so I should just say, Bobby Womack literally went to Sam Cooke's funeral wearing his suit, got with his wife and his daughter, who was underage, and one of his, like, it was, it's a whole thing. I would definitely read about how terrible he was and how how far we've come with, like, I know cancel culture has its things, but that is somebody who definitely should have been canceled. (laughs)
1: Like if he even got that far. Like...
0: Jeez, and also one of his kids died because he neglected it. It was it was a whole thing. Terrible guy. Um, so if you know things are depressing enough, go read about him. But um, that's one of the artists that he that he brought on. So he was really trying to bring black people in, um, and kind of you know do it for the culture. So if y'all don't know about Sam Cooke or like about his life in depth, there's a documentary about him on Netflix called The Two Killings of Sam Cooke um it's more about his life than his death because his death is actually there's some like dispute around like we know how he died he was shot and killed but the reasons why the lady who killed him said one thing people don't believe it that sort of thing so if you want to learn more about Sam Cook I would um look into that but I'm actually gonna play two examples because his it kind color. of hilarious it's to drive home a point about the crossover thing um, so the crossover thing, this, this is kind of, so a problem that a lot of, um, <laughs> that a lot of like people in the church had, especially was when people, not only when you crossed over the secular, oof. Twisted my wrist some weird way not only when you cross over to secular but when you use like sacred music in that Mm -hmm. like a lot of jazz musicians like Ray Charles and stuff like they were playing they were using swung spirituals and they were using like gospel like like musical aspects of gospel in secular music they didn't like that either so a lot of people actually took sacred songs and secularized them um, and that's something that Sam Cooke did. So when he was with the Soulsters, which was the gospel group that he was with, um, when he was, like, first coming up, he had a song called Wonderful, a gospel song called Wonderful. And when he first crossed over, when he first started to kind of get into that realm of crossover, he released a song called Lovable. Um, actually, he also released it under the name Dale Cook, And that just goes to show how, like, frowned upon it was mm. to sing secular music. Like he first of all, you didn't try that hard, Dale Cook. Come on, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you might well, as well name it Cam Sook. They believe just that. Right, heard of your first. Right. Okay, him releasing another Cam Sook. Okay. So what's
1: the what's, what's
0: this so one? first? I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Wonderful first, so y'all can hear what it sounds like. This is Wonderful by the Soulsters. Oh,
1: Wonderful. Okay.
2: Wonderful God so
0: wonderful
2: he's wonderful God. He's so wonderful.
0: Okay, so that's um
1: wonderful. That's all serious. Okay, so what? Oh, I just realized what you said. Yeah, and then I'm gonna said, play that's wonderful. I thought you I thought you were making a joke.
0: Oh no. Whoops. And then um I'm gonna play a little bit of uh, lovable by Sam Cooke.
1: Lovable
2: Lovable. She's lovable my, my
1: girl
2: She's so
0: lovable
2: Candice sweet And honey too
0: So it's the same song <laughs> Yeah and that happened a lot in this kind of like, um, I don't know. I just think that's that's really interesting. A lot of and of course that kind of thing made people mad, but it happened a lot with people kind of taking, like just kind of switching the um, the the lyrics to make it into like a love song or like something that's a little mm-hmm. bit more secular. But um, that kind of just shows like how he was ahead of his time because this was the formation of soul music, which some people refer to as secular gospel because there would, would like soul music is literally a lot of it during this time was just gospel music with the lyrics change mm-hmm. and like a little bit of like an instrument, like instrumentation shift. And there would really be no soul music without gospel music. So it's people like Sam cook who was really like the first person to do that crossover that um, I think he was ahead of his time in a lot of different ways.
1: That reminds me of these two girls that came to my church one time when I was like six or seven or eight, one of them threes. And it was like the former pastor's daughter's friend or something like that. And they got up there and they sang that Alicia Key song, but they switched out the babies for Jesus. I loved it, but I don't think everybody else did. I didn't know what's <laughs> going
0: on. I don't know. I'm, it's hit or miss for me. Like I, my, my professor played, someone did a Drunken Love remix, but it, a gospel version
1: that's i don't know if i would like that yeah like i don't know
0: it just i don't know maybe because it maybe depends on the song because i also listen to ty trippett when he did the we gonna be all right kendrick oh. lamar yeah one i like that one much much better than the drunken love like mm. i don't know something about it was just like it was just weird maybe because i just
1: yeah, especially
0: drunken love is like too i don't no. know it's like, just I feel
1: like i mean i would have to hear it but like drunken love Slid your panties right to the side and got okay on (laughs) on site. It wasn't well. It wasn't
0: that. wasn't even the reason why because I don't. It it was just because like I just am expecting Beyonce. Like I don't know. Oh, I see what
1: you're saying. You, I just feel like some songs. I understand like maybe I'm a prude, but it's like some songs you can't remake. (laughs) What we doing next? (laughs) Wop. Yeah, (laughs) worship praise. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a prude. I can't get down with that
0: really i mean i also nah. d- i didn't even know that that was part of drunken love i'd like know the That's chorus G- of drunken oh, love part. Oh, oh i didn't even know that but i don't know
1: i mean if it works for you I suppose. foreplay in the foyer and nah, 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 nah. got a time to take clothes off so, so the panties right to the side and got to take time to take clothes. come on off. slide outside. your worries right to the side because god god <laughs> <laughs> it's about when you come in a house right you fall on your face you don't even take your clothes off you fall on your face you pray yes it is guess the lady you, book the lady to leave your next youth youth sunday oh my gosh <laughs> i didn't
0: even think about i mean
1: somebody some youth pastor writing that down <laughs> okay so my artists that are ahead, you know, I ain't gonna. Have, I don't got no dissertation, like. The Nor language, did I. But I'm going. Where's do the my best, PhD at? But I'm going to do the best that I can to tell y'all what I found. Uh, t- uh, two artists that I thought are were, whatever. I think it's were at this point, ahead of their time was uh mary mary now i refer to them as mary yeah i was about to
0: say oh you mean mary
1: but just for clarification i am talking about the group mary mary but i call them mary because i do not acknowledge uh tina campbell because she is problematic and she is um very stupid and very dumb (laughs) (laughs) right and just not smart okay and she also destroyed her entire career and it good. Was, I had a good time watching that because... Anyway, I'm not going to say that part. But... Yeah. um, Just so y'all know, she voted for Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> like, that's what she...
1: After we felt bad for you getting on your getting on TV sobbing about that husband of yours, and you turned around and spinning our faces. Yeah. I just feel like I couldn't imagine... Never mind. Okay, so... um. Mary Mary, for me, they blurred the lines between gospel and pop in a way that isn't always received well in, in gospel music. I think Kirk Franklin, not your Sam Cook dissertation. I'm gonna need you to relax. I feel like Kirk Franklin also gets a lot of flack for that. And I feel like still to this day, I watched uh the Fred ham and Kirk Franklin um situation a couple months back. I was still in Rochester, so it had to be April um or May. And even Fred Hammond made a joke. He was like, look at this. We got gospel and secular. And that yeah. took me down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kirk Franklin gets the same type of, and I almost picked Kirk Franklin cause honestly, we talk about somebody ahead of his time. Like Girl. I decided it was too obvious. And also I know you liked Kirk Franklin, so I didn't want to pick him. Um, but man, we could do a whole episode on Kirk Franklin. Um, but Mary Mary does a good job of of blurring those lines and also they're very forward they're forward thinking in regards to music and and how they play with their sound and also how they dress that is a huge thing mainly when mainly in regards because I will say they got on they Sunday's best in in these album covers that I'm looking at right now when we're talking about Erica Campbell when she broke off and, and did solo mm, yep. Erica Campbell we were talking about Erica that actually dress. She, she had a her most recent album she got dragged um for the the clothes that she was wearing um and I was, so Delaney was telling me about it and I had forgot that that was such a huge topic of discussion and when I looked up the album cover I was like not so it was a bodycon dress. dress that's what they were mad about it was a bodycon dress but meanwhile she is covered it's a turtleneck bodycon dress right long
0: sleeves right past, like right below the knee really, right below it, it's like the a pencil knee. right
1: and it's like you know i wouldn't necessarily wear it to church but also she's a first lady i don't think she would wear it either you know exactly
0: and church in a in a in an album cover not the same thing
1: exactly and i thought and <laughs> I show, especially like this was pretty recent i'm not gonna say dates i don't have it written down but um this was pretty recent To almost me being like Are we still having these kind of conversations About like Dress and stuff like that Because it's like I mean I have certain things I remember I wore Cold shoulders sh- shoulders To church Once or twice And I never felt All the way comfortable With that You know what I'm saying Um And it's nothing, nothing Wrong with doing Cold shoulders But I, I just kind of Was like well I'm in church With my shoulders out You know And I, that's to say Like I, I go to a pretty Like whatever you want To call it church Like we not Skirts and whatever and nothing right. wrong with now that. They they're saying,
0: breaking the ruler out and
1: Yeah Because there are people Who everybody has different ideas of what conservative is now if you see me in the summertime with my belly out you know that I don't really because I just don't think those things are all the way connected but I mean everybody thinks differently everybody has to do what they got to do what's best but if you know me you know I'm gonna have my stomach out you know I'm gonna have my shoulders out that's what Katie does and also I've seen I've seen religious leaders and their children and how they dress. And it's very similar because I just don't think y'all be worried about the wrong things when it's your souls and want to, but you know what? That's not the point of this podcast or this episode. All I'm saying is that I, I appreciate that because I feel like a lot of times as leaders, you know, people want to just see normal things. I love Kiera Sheard. uh, Kiera Sheard is very open about her tattoos and stuff like that. And people be dragging her for that. I'm just like y'all are so dense. Like, classical I would love to do a comparison between classical musicians and Christians cuz I feel like y'all yeah. peas in a pod. You know what I'm saying? It's a
0: lot of overlap.
1: It's a lot of overlap. There's also
0: history there too because the churches cuz I I've played in a lot of different types of churches. The only churches that I've played Okay, so um <laughs> Now, the the churches that I've played classical music in none of them have been black churches but I learned another thing that I learned that there were some black churches playing classical music and they were all the like the elite ones yeah, the people who were AME more educated the, I bet like, mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sh- sh- Methodists they love a good orchestra
1: ame they got money i play
0: brahms requiem at a methodist church
1: and i feel like it's because of the way it's set up you know what i'm saying because like yeah you gonna have kojic you gonna have baptist or whatever but the ame is like they got headquarters i mean every okay every almost every church is a a part of a headquarters. you know like we're a part of the church of god like we have our headquarters in anderson Indiana. is anderson Mm -hmm. or somewhere in ohio everybody got that columbus but it's like AME is like the way the, they do their their are they pastors bishops whatever the way they do that and like how you gotta vote on them and everybody and they move around the state and it's like very intricate um mm. the way they do the AME do their stuff um yeah but also I, I have two things I have two huge hits from see no, so what about okay Scully Wally is that what you said yeah Scully Wally I'm not giving you what you want. Okay, so one of the the I'm
0: giving you what you did.
1: Anyway, so um, here's "Shackles" by Mary. Mary grew up on the song, and this song,
0: right? That, uh, what's her name? She better get used to it. Tina, you better be in some shackles if if your fave wins. So,
1: right, but you know what? He might keep the blacks that that are paying, you know, above the four hundred thousand. Mm. He might keep those because he needs those as, as his puppets. All right, here's um, shackles.
2: show is hot out here. You know, I don't mind though. Glad to be.
1: To find a reason to believe. I mean, I know it's word for word, but there was really no one. I mean, someone could correct me. I'm sure somebody will. But there's not a lot of people who sounded like this at this time. This was. um This was not too long ago, actually. I don't know why this is so ingrained into my childhood. It actually came out way later. But I actually remember with a sing- single drop because it was such a huge deal um but that sound not a lot of people were sounding like that okay and then this is the god in me featuring kiera Shear. i love her there is an amazing video if you are um interested in gospel or you are a christian or you don't you're whatever you just want to hear some good singing um because some people i know who are listening are not interested in this at all thank you for bearing with us um but there's a video of Karen Clark Sheard, which I almost picked the Clark sisters because baby the Clark sisters, girl, the Clark sisters are something else. Um, Karen Clark Sheard and Kiera Sheard singing a duet with Twinkie on the on the organ when Kiara was like couldn't been more than ten, and that she was already a singer fool back then. But yeah, I love me some Kiara Sheard. Uh, here's a guy to me. Excuse And lit. I forgot about you both forgot of those about, songs, right? <laughs> and what's interesting about um, I actually tweeted about this. So I guess I am hypocrite, but what's interesting about the Mary Mary is they were kind of around that time where like we started to see a little bit of fizzle out of choirs, and I was kind of like, I was kind of like uh, cause I be going in down rabbit holes and I be listening to um, like old Kurt Carr old Kurt Franklin and it's like we really got rid of choirs for praise teams you know what I'm saying because like even at my church the choir really only be up there for like communion Sunday and I think third or fourth Sunday and the other Sundays is um praise team and like we really replaced that I mean choir you know that's gonna be obsolete for a minute so anyway but right. now you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not all y'all spitting together but um <laughs> But, um, so I did say that Cause the choir sound is like, whoa You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm talking about gospel choir Like, yo Joy, 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 joy Nah, man, but Um, Mary, Mary They were part of that, being ahead of their time And kind of pushing the solo agenda You know what I'm saying? Like And this new sound, you know But yeah, okay, we got one more left Yeah, proud of Mary Very um, proud of Mary Very right. proud of Erica Mhm. Love that for party. her. I love her. I love her whole life. Her hus, her husband, and her daughters. A star Her Kirsten. Let me not say that. What's her name? I forgot her oldest daughter's name. Krista. And she's she's like already acting or whatever the heck she's doing. You know, a lot of fun, not hateful. Period. Tina can't relate, but <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: okay, so. Our This is our wild card category, but we both pick rappers. Yeah, so. I'm surprised
1: you both picked rappers. Yeah, I thought you were going to go for it. Stevie Wonder was right there, girl. Yeah, but I mean, we, that, that is a known, you know. Yeah.
0: You know, people 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 know where my loyalties lie, you know. Yeah, I really thought um, that he
1: was going to pick something like
0: that. Yeah, and I thought about it, but this was my perfect chance. Um, So, I know y'all come for Blueface a lot. And he's not my pick. He's not my pick. So, before you start. I'm not picking Blueface. I definitely <laughs> pushed my head back. You, I don't know if you saw that, but girl, I almost dropped the mic. I'm not even going to try to, I can't even see you right now. And I've been wanting to click over, but you know how my computer been. <gasps> I just didn't want to touch it. <laughs> but Blueface is not my pick. But um, a lot of people, you know, they give him a lot of flack for, rap, for rapping off beat. So I'm going to talk about you know, where that sort of comes from, because he gets compared, not compared, but like where that style of offbeat rapping comes from. And it's very much a West Coast thing. And the first person who we really saw, I guess, I don't know, kind of do that. I clicked over because I just need to see your face. <laughs> I want to see your face when I play it. Um The first person that we really saw kind of pioneer that, that whole offbeat rapping thing was E-40. So E-40 has such a like even if you don't even like his music has just such an interesting way of of (laughs) rapping like he kind of takes his time at some parts and then like rap and then he'll he'll catch it up kind of like rubato but Mm -hmm. he raps so fast but it's so articulate like you're like how are you you know when some people rap fast it's like mumble rap Mm -hmm. it's like da 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 -da -da." like you can hear every consonant in his mm-hmm. voice so he really like disregards the beat it's like but then like catches it at some point it's very very yeah, that's interesting
1: blue misses
0: no he no he catches it eventually so anyway but i think with e40 there's actually like actual like artistry to it where Blueface is just he's just doing what he do on the mic like just oh, okay. getting money i would yeah. take that
1: from
0: you yeah, I mean, I, I never, I never said Blueface was a good rapper. I enjoy his music because it's fun, but I, I don't think he's no artiste, yeah. you know. Like, but some people are just not in it for that. Um, and he's <laughs> one.
1: Cardi to make money, and I supported. <laughs> How many breakfast bags got? Uh, my sis got She's superior. So, E forty didn't even really have. He had support in the West Coast.
0: Um, he's from NorCal. He, he had support in the West Coast, but did not really see like any like widespread commercial success until I think at like his third album, maybe. But he was very much ahead of his time because this is not, you know, something, it's not a sound that he abandoned, especially the fast rapping part. He he um. definitely still has that when he's featured on other people's songs, which is kind of my... My I guess exposure to e forty has been through features on people's songs, so mm-hmm. I kinda had to go back to his like earlier stuff to even see to even hear this stuff like come into play because that sort of offbeat thing that kinda it kind of doesn't work when you're featured on somebody else's song you know yeah. if that's not their style, then it just comes out of nowhere, you know, um but I'm gonna play this song called federal um and it's from his first album of the same title federal um yeah, and so you're gonna here, he, you know, that he is kind of doing his own thing while the beat also does its own thing. See, that's uh, also what I'm going to say
1: next time when someone tries to tell me about Mendelssohn. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm doing my own thing. So i doing, doing his thing, thing, period. What about uh, it?
0: You mad at me? Talk to E40 about it. <laughs> right. E-40 well, you said
1: NorCal, you mean anything north? Is that like, is that like New York's rest, rest of the state? Like, is that anything north of San Francisco?
0: I would consider San, San Francisco... North, pretty much anything north of, of like LA.
1: not even la like
0: of like santa barbara oh, okay and stuff like you know it, once you get like an hour or two north like oh, yeah okay. mm.
1: i I mean nobody rude like new york it's like new york city and everything else is rest of state everything else is rest of state after <laughs> nyc that is rule. i know that's pretty much yeah i mean, that's every state to be honest because
0: like because, well, I think, yeah, it's just SoCal, kind of NorCal, because they're significant, like, San Diego is this whole thing. San Francisco, Sacramento. Sacramento's our capital for whatever
1: reason, but. Same with Springfield, Illinois. Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> <Springfield>. <laughs> and you go to Springfield, ain't nothing popping over there. Right. A random capital building and three streets. <laughs> well, you could tell this wasn't planned out well.
0: He um yeah he's from Vallejo. I don't know. Oh
1: yeah, that sounds uh-huh. like some snakes and spiders in, in sand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but okay, so I'm gonna play "Bedroom." Hope you like it. Oh, it also has a really cool flute solo at the and I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip to that too so we can hear it because I just remembered that. Oh, actually no no no, it's not on this song. So never mind. I'm not gonna play it.
1: But no, you're not know gonna open mine. Hmm. I'll be having an open mind. Okay.
2: Don't you know? Get yeah, us another one of them potent, dope, laid back, mob style, sipping yak, top of the line, rhyme, fucking them up like that, there beats. Don't you know? Fucking up like that, their beats. Don't you know? Get yeah, us another one of them potent, dope, laid back, mob style, sipping yak, top of the line, rhyme, fucking them up like that, there beats. Up like that I'm just a hustler. I'm going better for chops. This ain't no damn miracle. Fucking them up like that. Put me in work, something terrible. So before you even to to step then you better read up all my history, I'm known to the world as Mr. Elliot, killing A and T. killing motherfuckers off crucial, setting them down mutual. Spitting it all play a gangster shit. Trying maintain a strong grip. B Town California, where I was born, raised in Goris. 1979, I've been a hustler long ago. Bobos wanna harass me and my I needed cash. Rocks was a boomin' at the time, so noise got a money, was cut grass. Leader, not a Gonna-
0: so, to <laughs> you see your face change, <laughs> I was like, "What is Katie gonna think about this song?" <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't love it. What, what, what's his, what was his dates? Like when did that come out?
0: Federal came out. When did federal come out? Um, dang. I mean, he came out with his, let me say, when he came out with his first EP, while I look at it, his first EP came out in 1986. Um...
1: See, it's like, I recognize,
0: oh, Federal came out in
1: 1993, I think. Mm. It's like that sound, I don't want to offend nobody, that sound, it's like I recognize that sound because it made me think of like, okay, what music do I like from that time period? You know, I love me some Run DMC, I don't know what it is, but it's tricky to to rock, and then I rap, I guess they are rappers. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know I just this is not for me. It sound like you know what it sound like to me it sounds like you got a whole bunch of seven tuplets next to each other. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't like that. I think
0: it's to me, it's just fascinating like and so i so I do listen to it because it's just very interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. how I just don't Ooh, like <laughs> I don't know just the vision for that is just very interesting, especially if that's for anybody who was ahead of their time, it's like where are you like this is just Born in your mind, okay, like I don't know, it's very interesting,
1: I mean, I don't think it was
0: <laughs> she's trying to be nice, okay,
1: I don't think it was bad, I mean he he's very rich, um, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I can't have an opinion. I am but a mortal peasant. Um, okay. My, my rapper, I also like the rapper is Megan the stallion. And I think she's ahead of her time. I mean, to be fair, I don't want to say that Megan, I don't know. She claims to be a feminist. That's not, I have never heard her say that. I mean, I think that she, she definitely advocates for women, um, but I think she's ahead of her time because of her, uh, her ideas and her actions toward like bod- body positivity, owning all parts of her body, encouraging women to do the same, um, encouraging women to enjoy their own bodies, to enjoy sex because in flipping the narrative and also mm-hmm. forcing conversation, more. pardon? Yeah. You're a troll. And also f- Forcing us to have conversations that need to be had You know um, in, in a lot of different ways And I think a lot of people are intimidated by Meg the Stallion I think that's why we had that little man um, incident Because like she's a stout, Like, she Her nickname comes from Like that That um, What word am I looking for Like that uh, figure of speech Where like if you call someone a stallion It's because like they are tall And they are hippie and they got a lot of butt and it's like you know she she owns that and she can't be handled you know um and to be fair I, I I think she's ahead of her time in that aspect to be fair I don't love all of Meg's music when her album um Sugar came out um I listened to all of it and there were parts of it that I enjoyed and there were parts of it that I didn't where um but I stand everything about Meg Thee Stallion I'm gonna play <laughs> It gets a little, you know it's gonna get a little it's gonna get a little tight in here, but well, <laughs> so, not for her, but um I'm gonna play her song Captain Hook um it's giving very much meg here. this is a great song,
0: real hot girl shit.
2: No too, tonight, bitch. I'm a problem, nobody's solving. You can keep hating, I'm popping regardless. He wanna feel it like Megan stag, and don't want your nigga cause I want his daddy. I like to switch up my style every week. I gotta switch up my hair every day. I ain't no hope, no, but I do be on going. I promise my niggas gon' love me the
1: same. I'm a hot girl, don't try that at home. I wear the shit that be showing my thumb. I like to drink and I like to have sex. I fuck niggas that's putting a check. Dance on a dick, now you've been served. I like a dick with a little bit of curve. Hit this pussy with an uppercut. Call that nigga no. Captain Hook.
0: I've never heard that song before. Really?
1: <laughs> wow. Yep. That's mad that for, for you. That is definitely magic. I mean,
0: for me. I know her, fa- my favorite verse on WAP is her second verse. Oh, I would list, I would sit and rewind it and rewind it and rewind it. I will do the whole thing over and over and over. I must've rapped that verse like 10 times in a row the other day.
1: <laughs> like she's, she's owning it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she owns it. And I mean, shout out to her. I understand she, she, that always reminds me of what Jaleesha said. Like, is it nasty or is it grown? And Meg will be on that grown stuff. I mean, shout out to her. Um, I, was hey, gonna I say that's there's another like,
0: person you could have done, Lil Kim. I
1: should have done Lil Kim. But oh, also,
0: okay. I really wanted to do E40. But Lil Kim would have been, 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 been
1: a good cool. one. Especially like Lil Kim, honestly, Lil Kim. She really, she really paved the way for all of y'all girls. Paved the way. And what, who I really wanted to do if I had more time, but, you know, if I had more time, I really want to do uh, Missy Elliott because Missy Elliott is... Just,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, and I would about, love to do George Clinton. There's a whole bunch of people. Blackie Park's amazing. We gotta, we'll see what the
1: girls <laughs> say about this episode, if they even like it. But we have to do a part two because there are so many people. I don't want nobody to be like, well, what? why y'all come up with that? And it's like mm-hmm. a lot of people are ahead of their time. A lot of people were doing innovative things because there's some... Girl, there's some people who are imposters. You saw, you know, Lil Pump. Oh, you saw that? I heard of it, yeah. Girl, I deleted him from my place. He only got one song. You're Right, uh, talking I about. <sighs> and then when he was like, Lil Pimp, I said, like, You're damn right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Lil Pimp. You're doing exactly what he needs you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, he looked like somebody rang him out. Right. Oh yeah, my grandma was talking about it, and
0: my mom was like, "Oh, he's white." And my and my grandma was like, "He's so crazy looking. He could have been anything underneath all of that." Uh uh, your grandma not right. (laughs) not could have been anything. Not uncovered. It's a capybara. I don't know. I just saw a picture of a capybara before we started recording, so the first thing that came to my mind.
1: Girl, and I watched a little clip of it. Um, it was like he. The incumbent was like, do you know who he is? I'm like, they don't. You don't. <laughs> Talk about little <laughs> little pimp.
0: <Ugh>. Not little.
1: <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Y'all so worried about tax. First of all, he can't be... Ain't no way Gucci gang still making money. I don't know. I don't know what the kids be doing. Maybe. That song. Yeah, I mean... I, Not my mom.
0: Never <laughs> mind. These are like when... First of all, y'all saw that people was, call- you saw that people was calling Lil Wayne Coonchie. <laughs> cause like for those of y'all that don't know Lil Wayne, like it's just another stage name is Tunchi, and people was calling him Coonchie. <laughs> and my mom was like, um, oh, cause Lil Wayne, apparently one of the reasons why he said he did what he did was because, um, Donald Trump was listening to his concerns or whatever and my, uh who had would listen to what he had to say and my mom was like what did you have to say
1: can you give me some more cough syrup i was like whoa, whoa. okay <laughs> jeez uh-uh first of all why people been listening to us for years coon they know what's good with it they know what's up with it they've been listening to us for years well, but blummy. Lil wayne
0: I forgot, I totally forgot about the time Lil Wayne said that he, racism didn't exist because white people come to his concerts. So, oh, okay. I mean, like, we we expecting, I, I did not, once somebody reminded me of that, I was like, oh, well.
1: See, y'all, y'all drag Quavo finishing high school, but a lot of y'all, I feel like there, a lot of y'all need to follow suit because y'all are simply just dumb. That was just so, like,
0: how y'all mad at him because he finished high school?
1: Because they can't Which, read, they read with their finger. <laughs>
0: Well, let us know who else was ahead <laughs> of their time.
1: They do, T.I. dummy self up there, too. T.I. Expeditiously. That's the only word he you know. Oh, she like
0: a Pokemon. That's this one word.
1: But you know what? <laughs> it's even more concerning how many people thought expeditiously wasn't a word. So. <laughs> I hate it here.
0: <laughs> Isn't that the way he spelled it on his pocket? He does it with a T so that he could fit T.I. in it. That's something Jeffy would
1: do.
0: Yeah. Oh, Lord help it. Um. Yeah. Let us know who else was ahead of their time. Hopefully, we can do another one. Right. Also, Garrett McQueen ahead his time, but that's a whole definitely we
1: could. I felt would he be embarrassed by that? We did a whole episode on Garrett. I'm definitely not for that.
0: He would just laugh because remember when we was in his comments on on Twitter, he was like, "Relax."
1: I Put that picture. I was like, "How to handle fame?" That took me down. That took me out. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: good because when he he was freaking interviewing Midori Yeah, and, I want to hear nothing else from him. And Katie put that that WikiHow like you know those WikiHow articles. She put a picture and it's like <laughs> a guy looking in the mirror and it says, "How to handle fame." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, period, Gary just built different. Built different. Built different. Like,
1: <laughs> man, what, what's next? I feel like he'll totally <laughs> right. he be totally different blueprint. Right. Next thing you
0: know, we're talking about triloquy, triloquy opus 99 featuring Beyonce Knowles, and Carter. So.
1: Wow. I mean, I can't relate, but. And he was like, oh, I'm so happy to be in the company of Delaney and Katie. I'm like, boy, if you don't go sit down somewhere, talking right. about Not Midori on
0: speed dial, but you happy to be in our company? Anyway,
1: boy. (laughs) Anyway, we're almost to the end. More ways than one. All right, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, give you props. I'm sorry. Are we done? Yes. Okay, it's time for Black Excellence. More ways than one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Alright y'all it's time for Black Excellence Where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props Because there's room for everyone at the top This week I'm talking about Jordan Thomas Jordan has spent his whole life performing um, Me too girl Except I'm, you know, dramatic um, After starting piano at the age of 5 And then he started harp at the age of 9 He has been thoroughly committed to music uh, Jordan joined the Keystone State uh, Boys Choir at the age of 10 um, touring all 7 com- Hold up All 7? In Antarctica. Yeah, I'm out. I'm have to write him about that. <laughs> Being constantly exposed to the musical excellence and many I st- know for real, but y- Y'all was, y'all was singing ballads of penguins. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Um, by the time he was in high school, he was an award-winning harpist of considerable stature, winning the regional and national gold medals at the NAACP uh, ACT So competitions, as well as awards from the local American Harp society competitions spring of 2013 he won first place in the american protege international concerto competition and performed the third movement of the henistera harp concerto um in the wild i can never say that wild recital hall of carnegie hall his undergraduate studies and graduate studies were at the peabody institute of music and then he did a professional diploma in orchestral studies at the chicago college of performing arts uh, he held the principal harp position With the Chicago Civic Orchestra And is currently a member of the Matt Jones Orchestra I will link um, Jordan's website If you want to read more about him And his illustrious career Shout out to you Jordan Thank you for being black and excellent Here he is You got a piece of the week
0: Yep so y'all already heard the beginning of it My piece this week is the overture to
1: Tremination Tre- Monisha, hey girl, Joplin. Period sis. I wanted my daughter. How you spell that? that. Tremonisha, T-R-E-E-E? tree
0: like a tree that grows, and that's perfect because you're vegan. So tree and then Monisha, okay. so very good. Thank right, you so and much name, for you could you <laughs> can name your other daughter Nutanisha. Okay, so very, since you love that nutritional very yeast. Good. nutritional yeast, Anisha. Great. Period. Oh,
1: fantastic! Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you what do you stop? One day I'm going to catch you. One day I'm going to catch you. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black accent suggestion, or intermission suggestion, send it to black Podcast at gmail. What? No. Send it via www.classicallyblackpodcast.com. Via <laughs> what? Www. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, classicallyblackpodcast Talk to you next week. <laughs> Try to do so. <laughs> if he was acting a fool over there, I wouldn't have to, you know. I could, I could have focused.
0: All right, so uh, mm-hmm. see you next week, God willing. You
1: know, maybe. Yeah. It's either gonna be see you next week or under his eye. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> have a wonderful day. <laughs>